When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard! Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. Three of the last five years, one restaurant of the year. You can't Noma. get a restaurant. My like mom's Mi- Michelin, at- one of those things. Yeah, but like higher. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah, it was like second one year, third one year, and then first the other three. How years. do you get reservations? Because you know somebody. No, so my mom was like, "Oh, if you're going there, she's a foodie, but she's kosher. She's like, I can't do any of this stuff. But like, right. you're going to Copenhagen, try it." I was like, "Okay." She's like, "We've got to make reservations now." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then a, a month out, I'm like, "Can I make reservations?" I'm like, "No, yeah. <laughs> no way." But we went by, and uh, the guy who was running the festival was like, "Well, these guys are in town. They're comedians. So if you have anything, wait list wise." And then they called because they thought it was a cool story. They bumped us up and like, what? Can you come right now? We're like, yeah. They must have known somebody. They must have known you guys. Uh-uh. They come just thought, on. They just thought it was cool. Like, oh, comedians are here instead of just locals. Like, let's bring them in. What? Yeah. So Bobby was about to eat pizza. I was like, put it down. Let's go. And the guy who was with, he's like, yeah, you got to go, man. That's insane. So they have all these chefs working as pretty much interns, high level chefs working yeah. as now interns. Chefs, he has like 40 chefs working on staff. Guys that legitimately should own their own restaurant, exactly. but now they're just like, exactly. you're just a, a line bitch. Yeah. Did you ever see Six Days to Air? Yeah. So you know Seven. When, hey, seven, seven Days, days to Air. Seven Days to Air? Six Days to Air. Fuck, now I don't know. Six Days sounds way Maybe more Maybe it's right, right. yeah. Um, haters working there as just a writer. He's yeah, a star, yeah, 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 yeah. and he's just working For on South the writing Park. stuff. Yeah, yeah just Park. hanging out. He's yeah. like high-level guy, but he's like, I want to be here with you guys. Right, that's the same thing. So these, these two chefs, their whole job was to peel... Walnuts, and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, you don't want to get it stuck in your teeth. The whole fu- so that's their, their whole, whole job is just all day peeling the little skin off walnuts every fucking day. I don't know how long they were on that duty for, but I'm like, that is going to another level. Yeah, that's new shit. That's well, that's like what uh, Japanese sushi chefs. You know, you hear about those guys that are in training at those yeah, Euro. You know what that is? Like Euro dreams of sushi. Do you ever heard of that documentary? Mm-mm. You don't know this guy? Oh, this is one of these things that like the internet's gonna be like, what? Yiro, J-I-R-O, he um, is a sushi chef in Japan, in Tokyo. He has, it's in a fucking train station. Have you been to, you've been to Japan? No. No. Yeah, Dude, in Tokyo, go. there's like some of the dopest food I've ever had w- was in a fucking train station. In your mind, you see train station, you think New York, right? You think of like what you know as a subway station. Train station, I mean. don't even touch anything. Exa- 100%. You yeah. wouldn't fucking, you, you, you go like this when you walk through it. Because you, <gasps> you try to get to the train before. <laughs> yeah, dude, this, it's the, it, Tokyo is to me the exact opposite. It's like um, it, everything in there is so unbelievably clean uh, that it's, it wow. feels kind of fake. It's like a movie set. Do they get the thing where they push you in with a stick? That, that that's China that I've heard. No, and in, in Tokyo, in Japan, oh. there in Japan, everyone does slam in, but it's like polite slamming. It's really strange. Like everyone is, is like kind of apologizing as they're pushing in. No, China. So sorry, more I'm gonna like, rub my dick on you, but I'm really sorry. It's sorry, just like, it's a compulsion. That's how they made those porno. That's how those porno started. You know, where those like bus <laughs> porno in Japan when they started. Uh, but um, but in in uh, in in one of the subway stations, this guy Euro is one of the most acclaimed sushi chefs in the world. Kind of the similar yeah. situation, and his fucking son. His fucking son trained with him for like 30 years 
and he still didn't let him take over the place. What? Yeah, dude. It He's was like, like you just don't have it, man. He was like, you're, it's not you. Wow. But his other kid. Yeah. He gets to now be like the next apprentice, the next one up. Because he deserves it. Like Godfather. He, obviously, he's fucking better. I'm better. smart. I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I didn't even do a fucking intro. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but of course, I mean it for this one. It's Mr. Ari Shafir. Thanks. Thank you for coming. Yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Remember um, that was huge when the teacher would point like this? Yeah. Like, oh, he's talking, he's talking about me. <laughs> oh, dude, you want it? Let me, let me tell you fucking how many times I got. Did you get, a, did you get suspended or expelled ever? Suspended. Suspended a lot. Five days once. Almost expelled me. Yeah. Almost expelled multiple times. One of the worst ones was I, um, in health class, uh, we got a drawing of a an internal organs of your genitals, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a very nice penis. Fun day. So I redrew the penis. Okay, showed it to my buds. Aha! I drew veins in it, even cooler. And then one of the girls in class who had a crush on me, who I would later sleep with, which is insane in college. This insane. We hated each other. But we, you know what I mean? It was wow. like, hated her because I, we, it was, we probably wanted to, you know what I mean? It was fuck tension. But she, I fucking wrote the health teacher's name in the cum. I drew cum coming out of the penis and I put her name in it. Artistic. I know. Well, I went for it. And it was like a puddle. I, I uh, ha ha, we have a good laugh. I put it in the trash can. I find out that this fucking chick took it out of the trash can because she wanted, she had a vendetta against me. She had a crush on me. She hated me. And she gave it to the fucking teacher, showed it. And they put it, you know, of course I go into the dean's office. He's like, this is repulsive. I was like, they they gave me a picture of a cock, so I just, I gave one right back. Like, why wow, is that? Yeah. What a C word. I, I know. Like, I, no, I'm going to use it. What a chink. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking chink she is. It was unbelievable. I couldn't, um, like, my, my, my dad. What? She pulled it out. You're like, no, yeah. no, no, that's deleted. You can't pull it's it gone. out. Yeah, that, I, I, I tried to get rid of it. Gone, trash, gone. Yeah, she pulled it out, showed it to the health teacher. And they said to my parents, they, they were thinking about expelling me. Because it was, because it was like. Was it pretty though? It was really nice, dude. So I wish I had it. It was a beautiful cock. It was per- perfectly drawn in shape. The girth was equal to the length. And so in com- it was cum letters? In cum, yeah, the cum was in letters, yeah. Wow. With her name. I mean, how fucking creative is that? It was like cool squiggly cum letter. You should reproduce that. T-shirt, no one would wear that, but like but something. She, she, that would be good. Sell it on hats. <laughs> yeah. But, she, but, but I'll never forget that she did that to what me. A that jerk. Yeah. Yeah, she's a fu- And I ended up having sex with her in college. Fast forward to fucking going. She ended up being in the same place that I went to college. It was she didn't go to school there. That's what chicks don't understand. Like we'll fuck people we hate. Yep. So like probably that's we're unable to who we that. probably want to fuck the most. Just people we fucking hate. Let me say one thing by the way. That yeah. that story in Copenhagen. This is this is the similar like. Do you know Jelena? Have you ever heard of that? No. It's a restaurant in Chicago. That's one of these things. I went for my mo- for my mother's birthday. I bought four. Uh, tickets to go to dinner to Jelena for my family, right? I was so excited to do this. was like such a big fucking deal, yeah. right? I was like, this is gonna be the big, like, this is it. This is the, this is my everything. I say to my parents, hey, let's go downtown for mom's birthday. My dad was like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that. I was like, well, you don't, this is, a, this is like one of the most expensive restaurants in the world. He's like, I don't wanna fucking, I don't wanna do that shit. Why? Because he's just an old stubborn fuck. Was he was divorced? like, I don't wanna do that. No, 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 no. This is my parents were like, we, he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to go downtown. I don't want to go downtown. That's how much he hates going into the city that he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to fucking, he's like, I'm not going to go. No Whoa. way. Wait, maybe I said, is it Jelena? I don't know. It's one of those, one of the fancy fucking restaurants in Chicago. And now I'm thinking Jelena's a place here in LA. I don't fucking remember now. Now my brain is blank, but whatever. It was such a nice restaurant that I couldn't. I don't want to go. It's like, yeah, but, but you have to though, because of the reservations. He was like, no, I don't want to go. I was like, it's already paid for. He was like, mm, I don't want to do it. It's like, we're going to watch baseball. They're cool. I was like, you know, it's, you know, Comiskey. Like, nah, yeah, I don't want to nah. go. It, it was such like a stubborn fuck you. 
It's just an old man shit. Dude, I, I love when, when you catch somebody on like getting stubborn. You're like, but why? You know you should. And like, no, they're st- and they stick to they're it. They're stuck. That's what cognitive dissonance is where it's like, yeah. this doesn't make sense, but I'm, I'm no, I'm sticking to this. But I, I reward that sometimes because I feel like I'm that way. Like oh, I'm a, for sure, you're, I am you're, too. You are. You're like a contrarian when you know you're wrong, but you'll go, mm, I don't know, maybe I'm right. Yeah, I'm still not, still right. not going to do it. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. I still don't really care if you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I know that the name isn't Jelena now that my brain is working. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'll, I'll figure it out later. It doesn't really matter. Was I want to talk to you. Yeah, okay, oh, Sabaros, Sabaros, Sabaros. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> such good pizza. <laughs> Giant slices. Oh, so good. <laughs> The, okay, we can Ma, talk. But, but no, no, no. Mall pizza was uh, was way was better so than people big. gave credit for. It was like for. a double slice. Yeah, it was huge. I was like, what? This isn't normal slice. But people used to shit on it for no reason. It became the butt of a joke like that. But it wasn't bad. It was fine. I don't remember being bad. Yeah, but people talk about Sabaro like it's like saying, oh, what is that, Sabaro? It's like, oh, yeah. Just because it's a chain? Yeah. It's like they got worse because they opened up more locations. Right, right. What the, are you talking the, about? The original was delicious, but now that they have four, they're like, it's not the same. <laughs> Following the exact same recipe, like, no. No, not the same. Not the fucking same. Dude, how did you break your arm? Skiing, being out of control, being I know, a dumbass. I, I, saw, I saw online you guys had a fun time. You, Bert, Mark Normand, uh-huh. and... Sean Patton, Ryan O'Neill. Patton O'Neill, yeah. You got, you and Ryan Azizi. And Steve, that's right. I what just talked to Steve. crew it was. I know, how fun. I'm trying to make these mini festivals. That That's what we should be fucking doing. Instead of going to festivals where we all get lost and it doesn't matter and no one cares. And you gotta do one more round to see which fucking agents and managers and executive you don't want to talk to and be fake with. You can go like this or, the whole time. Or, or it's even worse. is a guy that talks shit about you online. Like I ran into some fucking jag off that talks shit about me online about maybe my album or something. Yeah. And he was like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, fuck you. You're not my fucking friend. I know what you do. I saw somebody, maybe it was, maybe it was uh, the guy who used to run The Daily Show. Um, talking to a radio DJ. I think that's what it was. And he was like, hey, how are you? It's like, what do you mean, how are you? You're shitting on me. Yeah. I heard you shitting on me in your radio show. Don't how I... No, nah, it's just radio. No, fuck you, I'm a human. Right, yeah, no. That's, that's the, it's so funny. It's like, it, we can all disconnect the art from the artist, right? But that's different than when someone takes a public stance and opinion on your artwork. That's it's not, different. Right, it's not like I'm shitting on Chicago. You're like, no, fuck you, I'm from there. You're like, dude, you gotta let it go. I'm allowed to shit on Chicago. <laughs> right, right, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like, no. Or even redheads. But like, no, that's me. Yeah, personal. That's you like when me. you go to like a deep personal attack and you say, you know, this joke that Ari did, X, Y, Z. And then when, they, when, you, when you run into them and they go, oh, dude, it's just, you know, that's just whatever. It's like, no, you fucking meant that. Yeah. You, right. That's you. That's who you fucking That's are. why I hate when there's like a, uh, an outrage over somebody's joke. And half the people, it's not half, but the split between people go like, fuck him or fuck her. They shouldn't have said that. Right. And the other half defending them. But they always lead it with, look, I don't think that joke was funny, but they have a right to say it. And I want to be like, well, if you think I have a right to say it, then why did you bring up the part about my joke not being funny? Right. What, what does it matter? What do you? T- yeah. Why do you? If that, my joke wasn't offensive, you wouldn't have just said, "Hey, his joke's not." Here's a joke that I don't find funny. Right. So well, why are you including that? Yeah, it it nothing yeah. to do with your argument. It's totally irrelevant. It's, but that's just it's taking a shot. It's just taking another yeah, shot. It's also trying to make them seem like not a bad guy or something. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's like it's backing out. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Take the stance. Yeah. Like th- that. Like uh, I've talked about this a bunch about the fucking all the people that got mad at Louis jokes, and it was like, you know, they were mad about. I don't even want to get into it. They're mad about other shit. They're mad, clearly mad about other shit. When you like, when you break it down, you're like, I know what it is. You actually don't hate that joke. Yeah, no, of course you not. You just hate him, and you're looking for a reason. And you know what? That should have been the original thing. They should have just gone, I fucking hate him. It's like, okay. Yeah. You're allowed to hate people. Yeah. And fucking his material aside, just go. I don't like him. I don't want to see him perform. But wouldn't it be cool if if one of those guys were like, look, I think that person's a piece of shit. I fucking hate him. However, you guys are out of your mind if you're trying to like say what a comic should say on stage or not. Right. 
I hate having to defend him. So why are you putting me in this position? But that's how, you know how many of us feel that way? And nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. More people feel that way than not. Because that's a logical I perspective. I have to defend those fucking Charleston people who were shitting on Jews. And I'm right. like, yeah, they should be allowed to fucking meet shit on Jews. Right, it's and terrible. Like, well, that's Nazism. Like, not when they're not being violent. Right, right. I don't like it, but yeah, for sure you should be allowed. That's yeah. an easy one for me because now I get to be like, I'm not defending myself. It's, it's they're shitting on me, right? And right. I'm still saying, yeah, do it. But then people call you like a bigot. That's that's the most fucked up thing. They're like, you, what are you? Are you anti-Semitic? Are you a, because are you're not se- coming out against them? Exactly, it's insane. That's I that- mean a little bit, but that's not why. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, they're pushy Jews. Yeah, those guys, man. Yeah. But, that, but that's the kind of thing that this what's going on in society right now feels like. I'm being. I feel like I'm being forced to defend things. Defend things I don't that even you don't care want about to. or care about or care one way or the other. Exactly. Right. But it's like because they put it out there. You have somebody has to logically go. Come on, that's insane. Yeah. It's like as I've said before, like with Aziz Ansari. I don't know him. I don't. I don't care about him as a person. We don't know each other. Yeah. But like, I feel like I had to go out of my way sometimes when people conversate about it, and I was like, "What? Are you crazy? What are you talking about?" Yeah. That. What, what, he just he just didn't have a good night with somebody. They just didn't have a fun time. Also, he kind of did have a good night. Yeah, for the most part, it sounded fine. I my friend, I was super, eh, pretty feminist, like lesbian, like girls' leadership friend from yeah. high school. And uh, is this Rena Zizi? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "No, I don't think he did anything wrong." But we can agree he's like a creep. And I was like, "No, we can't agree that." No. Do you know what I would do if a fan like gave me her number and she'd be like, "Do you want to go out?" I'd be like, "No." You know what I said to a girl once? Huh. Ingram gave me this line. I loved it. She kept going like, we should go out. We should go out. And I was like, I didn't want, I just wanted to hook up. I, I wasn't, I didn't like her. Right. And eventually she goes, let's go out for a drink. And I wrote back, hey, it was his line. So I can't take credit for it, but I'll take credit for using it. It goes, you can drink from my cock. <laughs> and she did. Yeah. <laughs> she came over and we boned and that was it. Actually, I couldn't get a boner. I ended up eating her ass. First ass I ever ate. First one? Yeah. And you just met this girl? No, I, I met her a few times. Was there a shower? Pre-shower? She was young. You, oh, young right, right. Okay. See? To. Isn't that yeah, funny? They glisten. After 25, you're like, you gotta jump in the fucking shower. Gotta, yeah. Wash <laughs> it off. Wash it off. We have some self-respect. <laughs> Life is yeah, dirty you like, up. He's a creep. He took her out for dinner. Right. And wine. And wine. And was not, and then got her a ride home. That was the funniest part to me, is that she dictated in there that he had gotten her a car home as if that was a negative. That, that to me, sounds like oh, a really polite dude, way to I fucking say goodbye. People, I heard tons of people going like, he should have just... But she said she wasn't into it, and forget about the "I gave you a blowjob and stop" in terms of nonverbal cues. Right. What is that from? Uh, yeah. Whatever. He should have just gotten her an Uber, and then and I was like, to all these people, I'm like, why would he get her an Uber? Shouldn't she didn't have a job? Right. She, she can't, can't get afford one? to ride home. Yeah. Is she not a full human? Yeah. She's not a three year old. Treated like equals is only a partial in this day. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I thought that's I thought everyone is up to their own devices. Yeah. Like, well, no, not when she's feeling pressure to stay. That's what somebody said in an article. Like. She felt pressure to stay. Like, what's the pressure to stay? Get out See, of there. then it then then that implies that she feels like uh, the only reason that she is there or her realization is because he's famous. So that's the pressure. It's that's like, pressure. well, he's famous. I should I should stay. Sure. It's like, that's, I mean, you've seen that's we, on you. We, we're around enough famous people. Yeah. To where we can see others act differently around oh, them. Fucking, it's, it's nauseating. Yeah. It's and, so annoying. And when you see it a bunch, you're like, oh, you're not acting like that's why when I see a famous person I walk away yeah because I'm like I won't be able to be normal unless you're very unless you're actually good friends with them and you watch them change to come be natural with you because they're tired of people being unnatural to them yeah 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 you gotta like ignore them and just kind of like like a like a dog almost it like not not look in the eyes do that thing yeah keep looking away yeah 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 that's kind of the but that to me is the big tell yeah yeah but you're but I think that's the big tell of the person who's very famous how they 
if they're doing a thing to people that are like, and they're trying to be nice and go, oh yeah, thank you, okay, da 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 da. But then when they come to you and it's like ah, and they have that physical shift, you go, okay, cool, yeah. They, they're being a person. Yeah, they're a real person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. sometimes they have to put on, you know, a nice face for other people. But it's nice when you see who they really are, you know, and then you can tell with the people around them if they're full of shit. Somebody just told me that last last night. I forget who said it, but I was interrupted. I was talking to. Metzger. Yeah. And then we're having a middle of a conversation like, and I just get a tap. Middle of a conversation. I'm like, what? Dude, I'm in this. We're in a sentence. <laughs> we're in a sentence. So rude. If that was just, if we were, none of us were like doing well, if we were just like humans, and you're like, excuse me, like, unless my car's on fire, why do you think what you have to say is what more is important than what we're saying? Right. But I get it. It's but famous. assumably it they do. You. Assumably they yeah. do. Yeah. Sorry they, to interrupt, but I want this. Yeah. And I need this. Thing. Somebody sent me an email today. I was telling fucking Ari. Somebody sent me an email today that said this guy had written my fan page email uh, and uh, it, apparently he had done this before saying like this isn't the first time I've written to you and he said I'm trying to get into stand up and I would just like a little bit of help okay like Ugh, as if to there's, say there's no <laughs> as if to say how dare you how dare you not respond to my fucking email I'm for the help. only one yeah exactly <laughs> it's insane what an insane idea to be like I've told you I need help and you better help me it's like yeah. I don't I've would never would it take you that much time to fucking it's like you want me to show you the other emails I get that right. better, I, I don't, I've had to reply to people some before and it's like well, I can't get an email back like you're doing this I'm like hey just so you know I also didn't reply to seven people who were ahead of you on my order of importance right you're not the first you're not the line of where I'm not replying to but in people's head I we are the first so this is what somebody said I think Simone told me that somebody said it was like what are they gonna get out of this conversation with them the person you're going up to, are uh, they going to get anything out of this? Oh, that's interesting. If I see Johnny Depp, what is he possibly going to get out of me saying, dude, I love 21 Jump Street? And the answer is almost always nothing. Unless it's someone stealing your car. <laughs> hey, <laughs> thank you. Something. I need to handle this. Thank you for interrupting. They were right to interrupt. Someone is here to steal your car. Yeah. Your, it's, your house is on fire. Yeah. That is true. That is a great perspective to have. What would they get out of this? That is really interesting. Because I think many people just go up to people just assuming that they... I also think partially people get infatuated with seeing somebody, so they just don't think maybe they don't want to see me. But that doesn't register because no, they're, they're they excited. Don't, they, don't, they want to. They want to see it so bad. But that's why the interactions are so uncomfortable. Like like when you are with someone who is very very famous or around them, and you see someone come up, and you can see in their brain going, "How do I? I'm, I'm ready." And then they get there, and they just freeze, shit the bed when they go. Are you Jari Ari, I'm this <laughs> fan. One of my favorites, me and Rogan were playing pool. And uh, he went to the bathroom. Does he fuck you up in pool, by the way? Oh, yeah. He murders me. It's annoying. He taught me how to play better. Like, it's never a question he's going to. I got so high with him in Chicago, and him and Tony were playing. And he was like, you're up next. I was like, "Uh, no. I was so fucking high, and I'm not even that good at pool, that I was like, I'll be so much worse now at pool because I'm thinking too much about how bad I am in pool. Yeah, Yeah. and he's putting it, pulling it all the way back. Fuck that. No way. Yeah, so this guy, he went to the bathroom, came back, and the guy's like, this is. Before the podcast started, ten years ago, twelve years ago, that was a long ago. time ago. Yeah, yeah. and he goes, um, "Hey, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of that big fight?" And Joe's like, "Oh yeah, which which one?" And the guy's like, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, only just wanted to talk. Didn't care what he was saying. He what just fight? wanted to talk to a famous the person. The one, all of them. Fun well, of, I don't know. So, pick, so. Uh, mon, mon, there's a bunch of them, right? Pick a fight. <laughs> Mar- I don't know, Marvin? man. Was it Marvin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of the air. What'd you think about the fight, man? <laughs> which? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which one, man? Important. Who is that? Who is this? No, that painting. Oh, this? I know that artist. No, you don't. Oh, yeah, you do. Dave Clock. That's Dave Clock, who used to do Meltdown posters. That's why I recognize the painting. I was like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, Dave Clock did that for fucking uh, my Chicago special because it's the Bears, the Cubs, the Bulls, the um, 
Blackhawks and he's yeah, wearing white cool. socks. Yeah, it was all the Chicago. Cultural appropriation on that pair. Yeah, big time. Big time. We thought we were going to. You know, that's seriously a note that Showtime gave us. Cultural appropriation. They go, we don't like the headdress on the bear. I go, it's Blackhawks. Okay. I go, that's, that's the Blackhawks. That's the Chicago Blackhawks. You need to get them to change their name because mm-hmm. it's Chicago. It's Chicago Blackhawks. I'm representing the sports teams. By the way, uh, so many Illinois teams have come out because the... the Illini? Illini, right? That they've was the come, first one, right? They changed. Yes, no, but they've come forward like the... They changed fighting Illini to surrendering Illini. Sur- <laughs> Give up Illini. <laughs> Give up Illini, yeah. They went to the fucking... They went to the heads of the... Um, the heads of the, the of the Blackhawks to the, the organization went to make sure that they were got approval and they still got approval. So if Native Americans say they don't fucking care, dude, the Washington Post, two Washington Post polls, yeah, among Native Americans about the Washington Redskins in the '80s and then again about three years ago, and it was ninety percent like we don't care. They we don't actually care. have massive issues facing our people, right? And this is not one of them. That's not but the thing. White people yeah. really care on their yeah, behalf they because do. they view them as silly little things that need protecting. Well, I've said that before. White people are the best at finding stuff to get mad at that other people don't even know they should be mad at. So they like impose it on them. They're like, you know what? You should be pissed off about. Yeah, it's like look at this old tweet from somebody. It's like that wasn't hurting anybody until you brought it up. Right now, it's offending them. Ugh, that somebody that made me somebody uh, somebody was. Uh, Somebody's like, you know, there's always a few people that come and they go and they troll through everyone's shit. Yeah. And I saw someone trolling someone's old tweets and I, I badly wanted to get involved, but I was like, I want to stay out of it. But I don't get why that's a thing that people do to go, you know what he said in fucking 08? I met him. Ed called me once and he was like, I heard you talk shit about me. It was, I was still in LA eight years ago. Yeah. And I was like, without knowing, when somebody says that, it's like, you're probably right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, hey. Listen, I, I don't know what I said or what somebody said. Whoever said that should not have told you that. That's right. just trash talk. Right. I mean, if I'm talking, we all talk shit about our friends' friends. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah. It's we not talk, supposed yeah. to get back to the person. Right now. If the they overhear point. it, that's one thing. But it's like, you didn't do your look around. But like, <laughs> who the fuck would tell you that? What an asshole for telling you that. Yeah. Worse than me for talking about you is that guy who told you. Shame on the snitch. If I was trying to get you fired from a job, sure. If it was just trash talk to friends, what? They're just hurting you. Right. Yeah, who gives a fuck? What a weird thing, though. Also, that's a weird move on his behalf to call you up to go, you were turned, you were talking shit. Yeah, for sure. What's the, what's the goal? What was the, like, what to him, like, what do you imagine the goal could be? Yeah, exactly. What's yeah, what goal? do you want to get out of it? I don't, oh, I'm sorry, man. You're actually great. I, or you go, yeah, I was, I was talking shit. Yeah. Do you want to get in? You want to get a coffee? I definitely didn't do it to your face. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. The thing I probably said was probably true. So do you, yeah. is it, you just need confirmation that? But that was it. It's like, dude, I, I talk shit about my friends. We all do about each other. Like, that's normal. There isn't a comic in the world that doesn't talk shit. That's impossible. I've never heard of it in my life. By the way, if I do, you did bring up somebody that I think probably doesn't talk shit. The only guy on earth. Who do you think of your friend that you named him recently? You just said it. Joe Rogan. No, that doesn't talk shit about anybody. Yeah, Joe probably doesn't. He does. But somebody more than anybody does, that doesn't. Oh, Simone? Yeah. Yeah. He's too Steve good. Steve Simone might be the guy who's like too cool, yeah. cl- like classic of a nice, actually good person. He's what Christians should be. That's right. If all Christians are like Simone, where you don't even know he's Jesus related, you just know he's fulfilling the tenets of Christianity. Right. Kind, charitable. Good person, sweet. But then he, he doesn't warm, say like, you open. know, Jesus wants you. He just does what he thinks Jesus wants him to do. Right. Which is what every fucking religion should abide by. Yeah. Just do your own fucking thing and stop imposing it on other people. Dude. He's the kind of guy I don't believe if anybody was like, dude, Simone told me that XYZ, I'd probably go, mm, nah. I don't think that's true. Yeah. For some reason, I just don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, if somebody's like, I hate Simone, you're like, mm, what's your problem, dude? Really? Yeah. You do. I'd go, you do? And they'd yeah. go, yeah, no, I, you know, I don't like this thing about Steve him. Steve Simone? Huh. The short stubby guy? Do you think it's because you suck? Do you think that's what it is? Maybe because you're a fucking piece of shit loser <laughs> that nobody likes? Possible. That's what it is. Yeah. Is that is that conjured in your brain that maybe you suck? Yeah. 
Hey, you, when you went on this trip, by the way, I cut you off, but are you going to do more dates like that where you go out with a bunch of guys and go to a place? So that's what I'm thinking. So luckily I have this storytelling show. Yeah. So I can justify having other comics there on the show. Great. Otherwise, it's like you're supposed to headline. Like, I can't bring seven comics. I can't do 15 minutes as a headliner. I know, but don't we wish we could? Like, do you remember uh, the uh, Comedians of Comedy? Remember that tour that they mm -hmm. did with Galifianakis? Like, I had said that. I mean, everyone said this, but like, why don't we? Why don't people fucking do that? I don't know. But the Storyteller Show was a great anchor to like, hey, here's some of the funniest fucking people I know doing dope shows together. Yeah. yeah. And you can go around and travel and fucking promote each other, which yeah. is and unbelievable. And a lot of it doesn't take your draw because it's probably stuff you're not really doing on stage normally in your act. Yeah, you're probably like just fucking around. Like that string cheese incident wasn't like... Yeah. That wasn't robbing your hour. No. So like, sure, I'll come do that. It's right. fun to do. The shows are good. And then all that money pays for ski rentals, you know, ski Partying, lifts. having a good yeah, time, exactly. fucking around, traveling. And then everyone leaves with like $1,500, $2,000. Ugh. So it's like, why are we not doing this? Meanwhile, you go to another festival. You end up losing money because you're spending way more than you should be. Fucking around, doing the dance. And also, half of the time... I mean, I'll speak personally more than anything else, but a lot of times the sets that you do there or the, the shows that you do, you're like, oh, it was fine. It was, it was fine, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just when, 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 when shows are inundated with comics, when there's too many comedians and too many people, it loses any sort of... In the audience, you mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like it just loses anything beautiful. It's like, yeah. oh, there's just billions of people here. There's just too many people, there's too many comics, and it's like, I don't know. When festivals get too big, I think they're almost worthless. I mean, they, if they get too large, you're like, oh, it's just, what is this anymore? Who's yeah. seeing who? Yeah. You're just going to see stuff. But I mean, that's what you, when you go to big festivals, you hear that. Somebody goes, I think at eight, we're going to see so-and-so and at 10, it's whatever. Might, in the midnight. You might get a little, I'm trying to compare it to like music festivals where like, you uh, like, see, I think Desiree those are, would always be like, I'll see this band at four o'clock. I'm like, sure, I'll check them out. And then you're like, no, they were really good. But that's cool. I'll be more some, of a fan there's now. something more, I don't know what it's, it is. It's different. Music yeah. can fill a room without anybody in there. Comedy alone is real sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if a musician's like, we're going to play anyway. And you're like, that's cool. But if a comic's like, four people, dude, we'll play anyway. It's like, ah, it's just bummed for all of us. Yeah. Dude, I've <laughs> seen comics at the store, like, going on. It's so dark in there. And then the four or five people that are there leave. Ugh. And they just keep going. And you got to be like, hey, dude, uh, it's uh, no one's here. You got to stop. Like, but they're so used to bombing that, like, like you weren't get, literally getting no response. And Same without That the was people. the same as 10 people <laughs> or zero people. The response <laughs> you're getting. Like, no. Oh, when, when I first when I first started showing up at the store, that's probably when I first saw you, you get before there? I knew you. I showed up. I moved here in 07, like end of 06. From Chicago? From Arizona. When I went to, I went to school and then I came here. You start there? Here? Really? You start here. Yeah, yeah me too. Really, yeah. What a terrible place to start. Yeah, it was so stupid. It was so fucking dumb. But back in back in those days going to the store and watching. When did you, you know, get pumped? Like right away or when did you make, couple years meet in, up with that guy? A couple years in. Well, What's that, his name? Goldberg. Yeah. Jason, yeah, who did it with Ashen. The 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 he, you were his guy. Oh yeah. Well, that was such a crazy. That whole story was my my old roommate's. I forgot about ex girlfriend that. was. Uh, worked for this manager, this guy who repped one of the guys that did the original punk, and he, by way of, was like, "We can't find a good funny gun comedy writer that we can pay nothing." And she goes, "There's a guy that this guy I'm sleeping with lives with me, and he'll write for nothing. He's doing nothing. He's just trying to get by." Yeah. They were sent me a packet. We're like, could you could you write a packet like this with your own original shit by tomorrow afternoon? And I stayed up literally all night. It was like, like all well, I have long. nothing going on. Yeah, socially <laughs> yeah. or can or I? Yes, I'm gonna borrow my roommate's computer because I don't have one. I just wrote for seven hours, just a ton of dog shit stuff as much as I could pump out. Went in the next day, gave it to him, and they were like, 
what what are you doing right now? I was like, oh, I'm really busy with nothing yeah. at all. I'm like, can you just I gotta go to the post office tomorrow? Yeah, um, I gotta pick up my buddy from the airport. <laughs> so I had to, so I fucking that's how I got a job in that circle. That's how all that bullshit wow. started. Yeah, didn't and, you build a show around you? We tried a bunch of different stuff. I mean, we tried a bunch of different stuff. And then went to an audition where he like was like you were the show and he was building it around you. I mean, kind of. Although you know. All those guys were master puppeteers of just using young comedic talent. It was just like, how could we fucking get you in to do stuff for nothing? Yeah. I mean, it was literally, it was just, it was just like, but you know, and then doing fucking punked after that was, you know, it was fine. It was, it was whatever. It was, you it was know, past when it was like going to be the thing. Yeah. Way yeah. past, way, way past. And I mean, it's still happening now. People are still like copying the same format, which has been making lots of money, which You're is really crazy. good at it. You, you were really good at that Thank hidden you, camera, like fucking around. Like I remember that, like there was a few guys who were like, and I was one of them. That's probably why I noticed it. It was like doing some like fun like pranks. Yeah. And so like. There was a bit I have on the internet that people think it's you. Really? I mean, when they first see the thumbnail, there's one. It's I sold cocoa butter in the hood naked when I did this naked show. And I had. Oh, the naked show. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, I had, and I had and I had, co and I had cocoa butter in the hood. And somebody goes, how is this not the amazing racist? <laughs> And I was like, that's so funny. I was like, that's so true. It, I it, didn't see it that way. But it might, but I mean, in the, in the idea that I was like, oh yeah, this could easily be like, oh yeah. If could, somebody said that's Ari, that I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt. I would have thought that's you. But I, but I had to get so far away from hidden camera because it gave me such a dirty feeling, dude. There were nights that I felt so gross. Why? Because you would go home and you're like, I fucking fooled everybody. I lied to everybody. And you almost like when we manipulated people heavily, it really sticks with you. It like, it like kind of peels your soul apart a little bit because you're like, Oh man, I just like tricked all those people. And when you see someone's face after they like realize they've been lied to, there's there's a weird moment of like, oh. Uh, <laughs> you really hurt me on that one. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like it is really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's not like they're not always fun lies. A lot of times they're like we went into some some of them had malice behind them. They were just like mean and you're like, "Oh, this is fucking mean." What's the best idea you had that you never did? Not did well, just never even tried, but you were like, I always wanted to do that one. Um, what's the best idea that we, well, I think we, we had a bunch of them that we never ended up, I told Rogan a few of them that we never ended up shooting or they never went to air. Um, I'll tell you mine. But you yeah, give me, me give me one. Go, give me one and then I'll tell you one. I have to think. I'll go back and forth. Yeah. One was going to, you know where the people walk in the mall, the old people walk in the mall? Yeah. We wanted to set up a kiosk to get petitions signed to lower the maximum driving age to 65. You're not allowed to drive after 65. That's funny. And just having those angry old people <laughs> like, why are you talking about <laughs> We had a bunch of like, a bunch of car bits that are obviously so illegal. Like we, we, we did a taxi driver one. We never shot this. We had a taxi driver one where you'd get in and someone's in the trunk. And it's like banging, help, 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 help. <laughs> to see what they do. And you're in the cab. And it's like, you're like, dude, I think there's someone that's like, no, no, no one's back there. You know, and then of course cops pull up behind and you're in the middle of a. And you have to be like, there's someone there or not. You, you ever see The Push, that show? Uh-uh. What is that? They set this thing up, a whole party. Everyone's in on it except for one person. Kind of like Joe, Joe Schmo. Schmo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so fucking genius. That was Truman Show in, in real life. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. was. Um, that gay guy, the gay, the gay Latino guy on that show was like, my, that's my, he was my everything. It was like, wow, that's, that guy's great. I forget who it was, yeah. but he was so good. But everything set up, this giant party, and through the course of the evening, they convince the one person, and they do it well, just trust me on it, they do it well, Right. that there's this dude smoking a cigarette on a top of a, with his legs dangling off a building, smoking a cigarette, and it's like, if you don't push him and kill him, we're all going to jail. Through a series of oh events, somebody God. somebody had a heart attack, somebody covered it up, and they're like, you gotta do it, man, or we're all fucked. You gotta do it. Fuck. 
and it's see how many people, and then they have a, a pad below you, below right. that guy. So right. if they do get pushed him, he's still okay. Right. And they try to get these people in the course of one evening to commit what they think is a murder. Wow. That's fucking wild. Nothing ever went through. Did everyone, anyone do it? Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine how they feel. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So those nights, that's how I was. I would think about that yeah, guy. Like, in the well, tub. you just turned me into a murderer. I never would have been. And now I have to right. justify this thing in my head that I'm. I would have murdered. But it shows the human psyche more than anything else. Like it, it gives you a, a look into how people really react in situations. That's the one thing I didn't camera that was amazing. It was a. It was a. It was a sociological, psychological study. Real, you see them. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, I know who you really are. Like, like, like we did. Uh, <laughs> we had one where. Um, I had I had hit uh, this was with Zach Efron I think, and we had hit an old woman like a stunt woman and we smoked her with our car. <laughs> she was able to jump. Oh yeah, and hit. we just kept driving, and he, who this is Zach Efron, he was so adamant about how fucked up it was that you're like he's a good human being. Oh. Yeah, it was like such a tell. Remember when Justin Timberlake got so much up for punks because he cried? Yeah, like oh, you're a human. You're because you're a good person. You're not like tough and like the street guy. You're like, where my car? Right, but but also it was like, wow, Zach Efron's like, no, you got. Well, he was like getting pissed off at me because that's no fun. And I was egging on everybody. Well, he started the the fun became his panic because he was like, dude, this can't happen to me. This can't happen. You know, he knows I'm a star. This will be the demise of my career. Yeah, it settled in that like as we're running from, you know, we're being chased by a cop car. He's like, it's all going away. That's it. I'm fucked. That my whole career is fucked. Especially because when the cops pulled me out, I'm like, I had this southern accent, and I was like, it's all Zag, dude. He was fucking driving, and he was like, what? And he was like so puzzled that I would lie like that to the cops that his brain stopped working. <laughs> it was so fucked up. Dude, he was I a remember, good fucking sport though. I remember when he. Got beat up um, down at Echo Park, right? Uh, or Echo Lake? Mm. Echo Park. It was Echo Park, yeah. And and everyone's like, "Wow, I can't believe somebody beat him up." And then Taylor pointed it out. For he was like, "Oh, he's, he's buying meth." Yeah. You don't like you've been to Echo Park, man. Right. That's that's you, where you, know you buy meth and there. heroin. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, no one's strolling in there at night. Right. Not just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was meeting a buddy down there. <laughs> Even if you were with your girlfriend, you're like, oh, I was way wrong about this place. I only saw it during a day. We gotta go. We, we gotta, gotta go. get we the fuck go. out of here right yeah, now. You wouldn't wait to be there. That's what just starts. Like you're, you're going to score. That's why when you always hear, when uh, when there was like the um, there was like the mini. What is it? Two years ago, maybe. There was like a mini resurgence during Black Lives Matter of like little mini LA riots downtown. Do you remember they were storming on the freeway? <laughs> the mini riots. There were like mini LA riots that were happening downtown. <laughs> I swear to God. And they're storming on the freeway. People are stopping cars on the freeway to say fuck you, like a Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know that that's happening downtown. And I go downtown to go to my friend's bar. He owns a bar down. We go down. I think that's what we were doing down there or, or a show or something. And I was going down there. And as I'm like pulling out, of this lot that's full to get in to go back in the street. This woman is like this. This woman, this black woman's yelling at me, and I'm like, doing. I'm like, what? Doing this? And she's like, so I rolled down my window. And she goes, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, I just, I'm going. I'm like, do you? Is this your lot? And she's like, what? I'm like, do you? Is this? Am I on your property? And she's like, no, motherfucker. You're not. Get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of downtown. She's like, you don't see what the fuck's going on, you dumb motherfucker. Of course, I'm now looking around. I see everything. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, you're having a thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys have a little get together. Hey fellas, beep beep, come over here. Yeah. Fight the power. Fight the power. Good luck. Yeah, it was. I was so blind. I was so blind to it. I couldn't fuck. I was like, how do I not? How did I not know that that was going on? Yeah. Oh, you could tell her eyes were like, her eyes were concerned. It was mad, but she was concerned. It was more like, you're dumb. They're gonna they're gonna they're throw gonna shit at your you. car. Remember yeah, you're Reginald fucking, Denny. Yeah, you fucking idiots. <laughs> he didn't do. How anything. did Santino die? You won't believe. I mean, you well, you will believe this. The dumb shit went downtown. Yeah. 
during Black Lives Matter. You guys get out of the road. Imagine that guy. <laughs> beep, Move. Beep. Uh, you people are in my way. What's happening? You people. I'm like the people in my way. All the people in my way. All these you people. people. You're all in my way. Are you happy that you don't live in LA anymore? Dude, it's a forest for the trees thing. I, I didn't understand how much I hated it until I got out. Wow. It the people here are such utter garbage. Sure. And I I I I, I guess because I became a man here. Yeah. And I was 25 when I moved here, but I was a boy. How many years you lived in LA for? What? 12 years. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, it's enough to live anywhere. That's yeah, that's you plenty. Get bored of yeah, you did it. Same restaurant stuff, but like then when I left and came back, I was like, oh, I see it. I don't. Know. I think it's gotten worse because of Instagram. Yeah. I think everyone thinks like I'm either a you know 500,000 person star or I'm a 20 person star. But either way, whoever my followers are, I'm a star to them. Yeah. So everyone feels like that. Yeah, that's wild. But I mean, Kevin grew up here, and he's like, yeah, it's gotten worse for sure. I wonder what that is, though. What is it? Do you think it's just because it's because uh, you it's social society. media? It's, maybe it's because of that. But as a society, we're way more self-absorbed now. It's my thing that happened to me. Yeah, it's like so important. There's 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 no more. Well, LA is LA is such a breeding ground for I'm trying to do this thing for me. It is admittedly it is a selfish place. I mean, we are kind of all selfish yeah. in our own way. So it's like it harbors selfishness. Who's which, that guy? Yeah. It's, it's is, the parties are never like oh, that guy was nice. Who's he friends with? It's like. What does he do? Yeah, like, where's he from? We go into talk yeah. at a party and then you leave and it's like, who, did I waste my time with him? Right. Or was he worth something? Well, this is a crazy question too. I noticed this. When I go back home to Chicago and I meet friends of friends, yeah, you talk and you talk and you talk and then you learn about them and whatever. Here, right away, at a dinner or something, and they go, uh, that's uh, Mike's girlfriend. It's like, what does she do? What does she do? Right away. What does she do? It's like the first thing that people want to, what, did, what does she do? My cousin's husband says that about all Americans. They're French. Mm. And and uh, and he goes. Americans are always asking you what your job is. I yeah, said that's who your personality is. Right. I don't know. I'm working at accounts receivable. It's not my passion. I'm <laughs> asking me about boating. I'm into that. Right. What are you crazy asking me what my job is? But it's a very American thing that your person, your job defines who you are. It's, it, well, a, a lot of that, like fucking uh, in Italy that that was always weird to me was. Because you're, I'm Americanized so heavily growing up like this in this culture that when you do go somewhere else, you, you realize like a lot of people are like, what? Uh, what do I do? What do you mean? And you're like, well, what's your job? Because they think, what do I do? Like, oh, what do I do? I like to go to these things. I like to When I was traveling, travel. when, I, when I was backpacking around <laughs> through Asia, I decided to like, I didn't want to tell anybody as a comic. It, it, it led the discussion Never. to a weird me? place. And I was, I was not fully anonymous for the first time in a long time. I don't do it when I'm on stage. I'm like, this is not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so then I was like, what do you do in New York? And I was just like, you know, hang out with friends, see movies, uh, kind of walk around, smoke pot. <laughs> right. Most of the time, they were just asking because they just wanted to start a conversation. Totally. They don't really care. So right. like that, it, it serviced what they were actually asking, which is like, oh, cool. Is there a lot of pizza places there? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes like, no, no, no. How do you make your money? And they're like, oh, I'm a stand-up comedian. They're like, wait, what? Which is a gross thing, by the way, for people. How, how do you have your, what is, you, what is your financial situation like? Why the fuck do you care what <laughs> yeah. my money is? Yeah, you know what, this is, this is very sociopathic, but I really don't give a fuck. But I'm, we're on planes so much traveling. I found that now when I do like somebody, if I start talking and they get to that point of going, well, what is it you do? Right? Because most of the time on a plane. Independent contractor. Usually I don't. Yes. You, I, use, I used to say writer or so, oh yeah, I write, I'm a novelist. You know, do you have any books? I'm, I haven't finished one yet. So it, so a novelist they don't they they don't care about my writing. B I haven't finished one yet. They're sad for me. Oh fuck, he can't even finish a book. Like now I sound sad. You know wow. what I mean? Now they can't so get. You haven't in- started one, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm at least writing a book. Wait, no, I'm not even writing a book. I'm not even writing one. You forced <laughs> me to this live on the defend- plane. I was sitting next to this black kid once, this chubby black, sixteen-year-old maybe. Yeah. And he was like, "What do you do for a living?" And I was like, "And he was cool because he was young, you know." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm comic." Like one time I actually bragged about it. He's like, oh, what have you drawn? And I was like, oh, no, no, stand-up comic. That's he goes, hilarious. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? He was just into comic books. 
By the way, that is true. I'm a comic. That is more cool to be like, oh, what do you? Oh my god, how cool! Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Fuck, that's a, what an what, a, what an extremely meticulous art. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I I'm a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, well that's um, that's a that's a bullshit job. Yeah, new takes on dick jokes. Yeah. Huh? Oh, cool. I bet you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> But I, you know what? I, sometimes I do. I make up like a big lie. I make up like a big, big so lie. Fun. It's so, so fun. fun. To lie to it's so fun when someone's like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, I, "I'm, I'm uh, actually sell this computer technology." Um, I don't know if you've well, ever, you ever seen this. And yeah, they well, feign interest, yeah. but oh, like yeah. you can what get them it? going a little. Oh, bit. Oh yeah, and I can dive so deep into a topic that I know nothing about. And just because the, I know they don't the, know it. And then it's the pressure because if they call you on it and they they find out that you're lying, kind of sexy. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. So you actually have stakes on it to keep yeah. the lie going. It's hot. That's why it's hot. Because you know that if if they if they catch you, you're gonna look way worse. I was way into thrift store shirts for a while, and was like, oh, you at that bar in Wyoming? And I was like, didn't know it was an actual real bar. I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, it's so fucking nice out there. Yeah. Like, dude, have you ever been to so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, with a horse? I'm like, yeah. Yes. You can just get him. Like, all right, yeah. And then catch you on one little thing. Like, uh. That happens to me with movies, though, because I don't see a lot of movies anymore. And people will go, dude, did you guys see da-da-da-da? And everyone's like, yeah, it's yeah. And, say then, yes. and I go, yeah, yes, yeah. Instead of saying no, it's like, sure, just go on with the conversation. Because I also don't want to start, yeah, I just want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. You don't need to know that I definitely don't want to see that movie. Books is always that way for me. Same thing. Yeah, did like, you read that book? I got yeah. called on it the other day. Oh, did you read that book? Some artist. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, uh, do you know so-and-so? I was like, yeah. And then my, my girlfriend's friend, Corey, she was like, uh, do you know that artist? And I was like, I don't. No, no. And she was like, yeah, I didn't think you would. It was like when I was a kid, not when you were a kid. I was like, yeah, I don't. I just went along. I was like, oh, it's a great I'm glad she called me on it and we just moved past. Yeah, because, well, <laughs> as long as you admitted it. Yeah. If you kept it going, then it's bad. <laughs> it's the best trick if someone hasn't read a book. If you go, have you read that book? And they're like, yeah. And like, did it take you forever? And they're like, oh, I know. And you're like, it was like 80 pages. pages. <laughs> what are you talking about? I caught you in a lie. <laughs> Dude, I met Jessica Kirsten the other day at the, at the cellar, the village underground. She was just doing crab work. She goes, what do, what do you do for a living? And the lady was, you know how audience members sometimes are like, I want to be two parts part of it. Just tell me. Yeah, I know. Just tell me. I know. And they, she have, goes, they have a they have a huge setup yeah. for their answer. And she goes, "Do you really want to know?" Which Ooh. means like, what a porn star mm. or whatever. It, it ended up being just stay at home mom. <laughs> but she goes, "Do you really want to know?" And Jessica Kirsten was like, "Not really, actually. Yeah. I really it was just something to say." But I really, honestly, I'm looking inside and I have zero interest in what you do for a living. <laughs> it was care. just something to say. No. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do, we're do, here, do, so say it, but no, I'm, no, I don't care. Well, we do, I, th- I think it's the easy question is what do you do for on stage? What is it you do? What is your job? Because that's the only thing that they know about you so far is like, but well, you know, this is what I do. Yeah. I need to know what you do. I like asking, what's your story? Yeah. Because it's broad enough, but it's like, I'm going to hear what you answer for what's your story. Well, how old are you is fun for me sometimes because it throws them off. I go, how, how old are you? She's like, uh, 28. And I'm what's like, your second least favorite oh. race? <laughs> Real specific. Uh, yeah. you know? I mean, Cambodians, I guess, but are we saying you, Asians uh, or? I mean, <laughs> what subset? You into rice pilaf or brown rice? Are you a quinoa guy? Really get deep into it. Are, what, are you a vegan? Are vegan? Vegans? Vegans in the house? Who said that? Somebody. Uh, Ian Edwards had a joke about vegan. Oh yeah, you want to know what that is? What is it? That's, a, that's the letter I talked about it on the last podcast. That's the letter. Um, my it grandfather was, was my, ba- my yeah. My grandfather was dying. The Cooney funeral home is the funeral home he was buried in. Yeah. Or, I mean, he was. Um, showed in or whatever yeah. and uh, he wrote that on the letter give this to Cooney when I croak he put money in there for the funeral home and gave it to my grandmother and was like because he's the guy he for was, a tip yeah no that, that was the payment that was the payment in cash because he knew I'm going to this one yeah and he's like I'm going to die any minute and he's like I'm going to die in the next couple of months so here yeah yeah he just knew like he True was, Detective season one he was yes he was like, exactly he took care of everything <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, put, put a bag over his head so it yeah. wouldn't be a splatter he's like don't worry about it man I don't, I'll, I'll make sure that it's not as gross as you think it's gonna be he was funny as fuck he's the reason I think I'm funny my grandfather he always had anecdotal shit he was the reason that like I kind of got a sense of humor because yeah poor Irish Catholic people they had to make fun of everything because they were just 
Otherwise, you would be the brokest, saddest, weird people. So, like, all he yeah. had to do was mo- he mocked everything because nothing was, nothing was really that funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. those old stories, my mom's one of 10 kids that you hear, then they're like, oh, if you didn't eat fast enough, you didn't get to eat. That's just a fact. Like, if you were late, you didn't eat food. Oh. And if you were slow, people would take it off your plate. Survival of the fittest. Yeah, it was just like you had to, that was just a part of life. It wasn't like weird, you know? He, he had a great story that he, uh, my uncle got fucking, uh, my uncle got smoked in the face by some kid at school. What do you mean? Beat the, he just beat the shit oh, out really? of him. And he was walking home and um, uh, you love the art. You like looking. Sinatra sucks. He's so overrated. He <laughs> doesn't suck. He just overrated. That's, a, that's Brady Matthews drew that. Brady Matthews overrated too. <laughs> throwing it out. Nobody raised Brady Matthews. Um, <laughs> fucking, he got hit in the fucking face. He had a big black guy and he Whoa. came home and my grandfather was like, uh, he's like, come here. He's smoking a cigarette. And my uncle's like really embarrassed because he got fucking beat up, you know? And he goes, let me see your fucking eye. And he's like, fuck, what's my dad going to do or say, you know? And he's like looking at his black eye and he goes, he bobbed when you should have weaved. He's <laughs> 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 like giving him more shit. Oh, getting his ass kicked. That's now, he funny. had a great sense of humor. He was one of those fucking guys that like, uh, I think, you know, did you have, are you, you close with your family or no? Yeah, as my brother was the funny one in my family. Like, was he funnier than you? You know what I mean equal, by that? Yeah, yeah. equal. We, we, we had the same sense of humor. We just played off each other. Dry. We were both great liars too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lie to the end. Stick with it no matter what. We were, I mean, the Shafir family wasn't good liars. Me and my brother were great but you liars. Guys, but you guys lied about stuff together. Absolutely. Yeah, like constant liars. Constant. When That's we knew so the truths of it, we, like the truth of lying, which is like, I hate to say I learned from Hitler, but like you put a little bit of truth in your lie right. and then it just seems more like truth. Do you hate to say that you learned from Hitler though? <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of good ideas. Let's not throw out the bathwater bath, bath with the bathwater. It is so funny that such a... Do you know where that comes from, by the way? The baby in the bathwater? Uh-uh. You don't know I feel this? I like I've heard it, but I don't it's know. It's crazy. Because, you know, you, you, when you used to take a bath, uh, you would have water in the tub and that was your water. It's not like you just kept it running like we do today. So... It would go down the line of priority bath to least least priority. Oh, this, you know, yeah. Yes, exactly. So the father would bathe the first, and then after 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 all these, you know, the wife and the kids, the baby is last. But so the water dirty, is filthy, soapy. dirty. Yes. Yeah. So occasionally the baby would be in this dirty tub. So they don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because you couldn't really see the fucking baby in there. Oh, oh so sorry. Um, no, that's crazy. It. That level of like, oh shit. How many babies got thrown out? <laughs> my I forgot my baby. was like, what were you doing? Just letting it sit in water? I feel like people just did get, like, lose, lose children. Yeah. I, I feel like in the, I feel like in the 1800s, people just like lost kids on accident. It's like, well, we're going to have another one. Yeah, fuck Half it. of these don't survive anyway. As my grandfather was a firefighter. He used to tell us that kids in Lake Michigan would swim under the lake in the, in the concrete walls of Lake Michigan and Chicago. They're these huge pipe systems. And there's the ebb and flow of the tides would push pressure through. So kids would swim in those and it would pressure push you through, you know? Yes. Extremely fucking They'd awesome and dangerous. Time. Yes. They would die constantly. <laughs> but here's the biggest joke: is like, how come there was no cage on those? On the, on, on, how come there wasn't just a grate protecting those tubes? It's like, ah, you gotta fucking, what are you gonna do? Oh, yeah. What are you gonna do? That's the thing with Cosby. Like, why didn't anybody say anything? I was like, well, I didn't for the same reason I didn't, and the cops didn't. No, it's just did. people like, well, I don't know. I assume someone should take care of it. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. That's like the great American way. Like, oh, we didn't even think that anybody would care until. Dude, that's cared. why I love going to other countries, and then you realize the safety systems in in America. Hmm. That like don't really even give us a freedom. Some stuff, stuff like Grand Canyon, like you can just go ahead and fall if you want to fall. That is cool to me. Yeah, but like other play, I remember in Norway in Oslo, there's this like castle, and you have to go up into it. And so then it's like there's this like chain link fence, just a chain. You can yeah. step over, and you can dangle your legs over, and like smoke and watch the harbor. But it just says like careful around your children, but not like a graded fence that you can't get through. Right. Absolutely, you can step over it. Just right. be careful. Right. 
the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland. Have you ever been there? I just went there in in, uh, in uh, it's December. It's fucking amazing. Oh my god! Also, people fall all the time. You see, pic- you see little like uh, crosses of like so and so died exactly here. Yep. People just slip and, and you're fall. walking on it. You're like, oh, I gotta be on my knees here. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, they're like, we don't even know if this doesn't collapse. Like, but it is cool for them to tell you somebody died, but not to put any measures up to protect the ne- next person. It's just like, just letting you know, somebody did die yeah, here. So you know, maybe it'll happen to you. Yeah. If you're lucky, then you'll get a cross here. Depends how close you want to get. Yeah, the Cliffs of Moher was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my fucking it was life. Gorgeous. It's overwhelming, right? You're overwhelming. Like, wow, this overwhelming. is overwhelming. It, it, I, I just it, walked and walked down, then yep. all the way up and watched a sunset. It, it's it powerful. Was crazy. I mean, you've been to the Grand Canyon, right? Mm-hmm. Once a couple years ago. There was no way for me to say this. Uh, the, most anno- the most annoying thing that I could have said about it is the actual way I felt was, it looks fake. Mm. Because your brain is so used to... Scale and like... Yes, yes, yes. And that doesn't make sense. So you go, this is fake. This is like a... This must not be... It's so big. It's, it seems it like be it couldn't backdrop. be. Yes, it couldn't be. They can't be that big, right? It's creepy how how vivid it is. You ever uh, do like cliff jumps into like water? Or oh something? yeah. So there's this thing you get when you're jumping normally, and you're supposed to hit the ground. So like yeah. this, you just feel like there's ground. Right. You know. Right. And so when you cliff jump, it's like there's ground. And it's like there's not ground. Yeah. Right. So like that moment where it should be, there's a range from here to here where sh- ground should be, and then right. when you don't, you're like jumping, and whoa. Whoa. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it doesn't make sense on your mind. No, your brain stops. I'm not clicks. supposed to fall that long. Right. There's too much fall. Too much yeah, fall. Yeah. 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 You have you bungee jumped? No. See that that to me is the same thing. That's the same idea like, of like ah, it's too oh, much fuck. fall. Too much yeah, fall. Yeah. I'm still going. Yes, it's creepy. Too much fall is very odd in my fucking head. I hiked down the fucking Grand Canyon, by the way. Me too. Me and yeah. Brendan Zisi and then Simone Quick is such a fucking fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> there like, was not I... a pizza station halfway down. <laughs> Could you imagine Zisi's just stone opening pizza? Have you no, but did you guys sleep at the bottom? No. Oh, you did. See, yeah, you no, go all the way down. Okay, like... so you can go all the way down, you can camp and then you can go back up to the next day. You gotta win like a lottery to get that, don't you? Well, this was also when I was in college, like 17 years ago. So it was, it was a long... Way easier to get anywhere in America. Yeah, yeah. Less people. Yeah, less humans. And I think people... Didn't travel as much. It was at the Grand Canyon. It didn't have a lot of people there when we were there. It was kind of like, people kind of came and went, but getting a hotel was the word's easy. out. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, when people really find out about shit, it's over. I feel this this um, responsibility when I see places around the world, like Japan, like you said, mm. you know, where it's like... How much should I not tell people about I it? I know, because you want to be like, you won't believe how incredible this place is, but then you're like, should I tell them? Yeah. If it's the Eiffel Tower, it's like, it's already out. Yeah. I can tell by my experience the, the Eiffel Tower, yeah. how cool it was, whatever. There's a jump, gungee jump, whatever it is. Yeah. But like, if it's someplace that no one's been to, it's like, I think my line is, if it's so remote that it's going to take you much effort to get there, like plane, ferry, bus, where it's like, okay, you're not just, you can't just get there. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, I'll go ahead and tell you. Because if you're willing to do the work to get there, you can get there. There's a place There's a place to this, to me, is this place on, um, on, uh, 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 in, in Italy, um, on, Cap- on Capri, on the island of Capri. It's on the most north, I don't even care about sharing this because it's fucking so incredible, on the most north east side of the island, a place called Fido Beach. And this is exactly what you're talking about. It is rocks, rock, and I mean all the way rock into the water. And by the way, there is no fucking lifeguard. There's no beach person. There's no sand. Handle like there's there's beach on the other side, but this is just huge stone was, yeah. that you just have to jump off of into the you water. Stand there and you're like I think I'm dead, and then it's like yep. right, good go jump. And, and you're the like, tide How do I get back in. Right. Yes. The that's, tide pushes that, you back. Yes. Out. The tide. You have to get out with the tide. And we saw little kids doing it, and you're like, 
Wow, kids could easily die. Smash our heads. Yes, so like, we, the tide is so heavy, dude. But you're like, parents are just like smoking, having wine, letting, okay, okay. The, you know, yelling at the kids. It was, but it was the most beautiful, like unbelievably, untouched, like, right? like untouched. It, just go, it was like local. It was theirs. It was like only theirs, you know? We got there totally on accident. Rented fucking scooters, went to the back of the island, kept going, kept going. And they tell you, they're like, oh, there's all these... Um, uh, Lido's, you know, Lido open free beach, which means there is, they're not, it's not protected. You don't pay. It's not a, there's no lifeguards. There's no services. So it's like, you bring your own shit or fucking don't go. Like, you're like, does someone have sunscreen? It's not like that. It's like, there's no hut. There's no place to piss. It's, it's like, right. It's just nature. Just fucking go to nature. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, you know, they're, the government owns them. So they're protected beaches. Um, and you go down there and the moment you see it, it, it's so overwhelming that you, that like the feeling feels like, like coming or like, like a thing that happened during childhood that gave you all the elation that you've ever felt where you're like, how do I capture that? How can I save this forever? You know, I got talked to this writer once because my manager, my agent, they're always trying to get me to like do TV shows. And yeah. I'm like, the problem is TV sucks. So, yep. so my, I'm sure there there's some good TV, but yeah. very little. Yeah, it but happens. there's some. Season one of... of, uh, of uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah, sure. I was going to say the one with the, the guy from... The sister from Family Ties. Um, uh, Justin Bateman was yeah. that? Wasn't what's, that his? What's her brothers? Justin Bateman, um, Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah. you're talking about um, uh, 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 fuck, and then started in Chicago. Uh, Ozarks, Ozark. No, no, the one, he, the first one he did, they got him big. Oh, you mean, <laughs> you mean uh, Arrested Development? Yeah, yeah. This is so funny. By the way, the, the track line that we just went down, Family Ties, Justin Bateman, her <laughs> the brother, sister of the, the, the brother, the sister brother, da, da, da. and I named another show too. Uh-huh. Have you seen Ozark? I've seen season one. It's pretty good. It's a pretty fucking good show. But yes, Arrested Development. So like here or there, there's a good TV show. That happens once once yeah. every 30 years. So my interest isn't that because it's not a normal situation where it's good. And I have no interest in doing bad shit right. for money. You no. know, I make enough money where it's like... You don't need it. I don't need more money right. to do something awful. Right. So I talked to this guy. This writer, and he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, all right, man, this is feeling you get. And I don't know how to capture it on film, but you go hiking for a few hours through whatever, and you got to wade through some water and take your shoes off maybe, and then you, then you put your shoes back on, you're walking, and you come over this hill. And as you come over this hill at the end, you're sw- sweating and you're, you're running low, and you come over and you see the ruins of a fucking old temple. Oh. And it's it's not just the picture of it; it's the getting there and the feeling you have. How do you capture that on film? Yeah. And he was like, "I don't know. Let's try to think about it." And I was like, "Okay, but I, if you can capture that, I'm in. But like, I don't know how to capture that." I I think it's almost impossible. Because you've earned it. Yeah, yeah. It's all the work. You know who came closest? Honestly, I feel like Bourdain's show did that a lot. When it was like, I felt like I was with him. I think he was such a good orator of like. Watch how I tell this story of what this really must feel like for a guy like you, like me. That's why people at home related him because it was like, here's what you would do, I bet, if you were given my access. Right. And I feel like it just kind of, like when he, you know, like uh, that episode, (laughs) there was an episode, I think it was, off the coast of Italy and they're they're fishing and he notices one of the guys on the boat is like throwing in uh, like fake. Chum? Yeah, chum. Oh, no, no, they were throwing, he was throwing in like dead fish or dead uh, seafood for him to for him to catch on cameras if it was like plant you know and he, all he did was talk shit about him and it was beautiful he was like look or at this Dan talk shit about yeah him. he was like look at this idiot throwing stuff he's like look at how dumb this isn't even fun so he just got tanked and the whole show then was him joking about how fake it was and you're like that's why that he, him being so genuine felt like you were having that actual experience instead of being like 
these travel shows where they're like, this is the best bite in South Beach, you know, whatever the fuck it is. It feels so formulaic. His was so... So real. So real. Yeah. It almost felt like you could have done that with him, you know? Give me, give me, not, I don't like exclusive words like the best or the, the greatest, but mm. like, give me a, a great experience meal you had. Where it's not necessarily about like this food was over like nine steakhouse in Vegas, but there's no experience there. Rogan right. took me and paid for it. Right, right, right. Just good steak. But like an experience like getting there kind of meal. I can tell you, uh, this is funny. I'm going to give you like the antithesis actually. I'll give you one of the worst meals I've ever had that I thought it was going to be a delicious meal. Because I, I have a few of those. But like this one, I was in, we were in fucking Paris and we had made plans kind of off the cuff to go to this. Uh, I have your story in a second. But we go to this restaurant thinking... It is a perfect little neighborhood. Na- we went off the beaten path in a neighborhood. I'm like, dude, this is mom and pop. This isn't on fucking Yelp. We're finding it. We're finding it. On accident, too. It was kind of like we found out. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Okay, we'll make reservation for tomorrow. Okay, da, da, do the thing. We go. By the way, hold on. Just to interrupt. Yeah. There's a thing to finding it yourself. Oh, yeah. So when I moved to the East Village, there was this sandwich, late night sandwich shop, Sunny Annie's. I'm like, it was great. I told Jay about it. He goes, let me look it up. He goes, oh, yeah, there's 1,500 Yelp reviews. I'm like, <laughs> but I feel more like I found it. Yes, because yes. Because I didn't get it off Yelp. You I almost wish you, never, you, you wish you never saw yeah. that it was on there. Yeah, so and, go ahead. And, and, and we go in to have dinner. I am rightfully excited. It's not like fancy. It's not high end. It's not like crazy. I just think this will be authentic as fuck. And, I, and I'm the kind of guy, if I eat in your country or eat, I'll, I'll pretty much try whatever the fuck you've got. I'm usually, I'm usually going to go, whatever the chef recommends, let's just try it. Fuck it. It's fuck Right. It. Exactly. If I hate it, I'll just fucking eat it and not give a shit. I'm food, I have the That's ability. what Joe List always says. Like, if I try something new, if I don't like it, I'm like, then get something else. You're out $9. I don't right. know. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I, it just doesn't matter. So, yeah. so, but we get there and man, the vibe was so bad. It was so fuck you. You're obviously American. You're not. It's like, it was like we discovered their secret and they were livid about it. So the food was... <laughs> terrible is like they gave us their scraps like i could feel that they were like like wow. not enjoying serving us yes it was like i f- it You're was like, like i'm trying to have an emotional moment here but but you know what kind of good for them because yeah. i believe that everyone should have the right to go fuck you i don't want you you're not who i like here it's like okay well fuck it what am i gonna do i want to be the one you like but i guess i'm just but not. i guess i'm just not yeah i'm an american and you don't you don't want me in your neighborhood um the opposite walking in kyoto in the rain Go to Japan. Yes, in Kyoto. Uh, we left Tokyo, went to Kyoto, took the bullet train. We're looking for um, a kabuki show and went to go to a show up to the theater in the rain. And they're like, "It's that hasn't been here in three years. And I was like, great. <laughs> well, the website hasn't been updated. You're like, yeah. whose website? Yeah, they don't. They, they, the they, we exist? literally were like, we tried to buy tickets online. And, the, you know, and it said that the times were, you know, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. And they were like, I, that's I mean, not. You keep arguing, yeah. but it still just <laughs> hasn't closed. been here. So I don't know what to tell you. You still have to get the fuck out of here. And so we were walking down the streets. I'll show you pictures. It's unbelievable. And I look in the window. There's like three little windows, three little tiny windows. And there's people and they're eating. And I think, well, we'll give it a whirl. We, you know, turn the corner. I go to the front. There's a, like a maitre d' there. It's so, so, it's not much bigger than this room. And uh, he's like, oh, reservation? And I'm like, oh, no, no reservation. He's like, okay. Um, uh, and he can't speak English. So he goes and gets someone f- from the kitchen. Uh, ironically, that's the opposite in America, isn't it? It's like the guy, the guy, the, so the guy in the kitchen comes out and he's great English and he's explaining to us, this is a, um, a, a, a like a Michelin rated restaurant 
uh, that I've stumbled upon. And he's like, this is reservation only months and months and months in advance. Well, we're just telling, oh, sorry, we're just- Consider the bar? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, not even that. <laughs> we're like, we're just dumb tourists. We're passing through. We just wanted to say, we'll, we'll, you know, we just wanted to see what it was, but we'll take off. Well, the head chef who owns the place kind of sees what's going on, comes over. He's wiping his hands off and he's interested and he's asking the guy what's going on. I think he doesn't speak English as well. So I'm talking to him and the chef's right there. And then he turns to me and he's like, I speak English. I was like, oh, I wasn't being rude. I just had fucking no idea. So he's like, what? yeah, yeah, get some more. Um, he's like, I, he's like, I speak English just fine. So we're telling him our story about, you know, how we ended up at the Kabuki show. He's laughing. He goes, I'll tell you what, come back in an hour. We close and uh, I'll see if I have something for you. And I'm not kidding, dude. Everyone left. It was empty. It was us and this chef. He was just interested in our story. He just, the normal guy he just he just was interested in our story. He wanted to know what was up, where we're from, you know, like all that stuff. He had studied the molecular science of beef in Colorado, so he was like obsessed with Colorado. Molecular science yes. of beef. Insane. <laughs> Insane. That would not be the last word of that line. Yes, the molecular science of fucking beef. <laughs> of beef. Learning <laughs> learning how the molecules in meat react to each other when you cook them. That's uh. literally what he went to ma get a ma get a master's in to make a, I'll condense it more. He gives us bottles of champagne, right? He cooks us. They show you raw um, wagyu before they cook it. Shows it to us. And then cooks this, has an extravagant meal. And it was an ungodly expensive restaurant. And what I paid compared to what I imagine people pay was him just being a very, very nice guy. Like wow. what I paid was nothing in comparison. And the experience was wow. this guy sat all night with, I'm talking two hours after he'd closed, his staff is gone, him cooking personally for us for no other reason than he was just interested in us and we were having a good laugh and he had a great sense of humor. And I never told him what I did. He didn't know anything about me in that world. Also, most people come there come for that specific thing. And he's like, who are these guys that don't want anything from me? Yes. They were just wandering by for a meal. Yeah. I finally get to cook. So Burrow last night went on for um, Guys We Fuck podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Simone was talking about it where it's like, these are just feminists who don't know Burr. <laughs> you know? They didn't know him at all. I mean, they maybe I've heard of him, but like, he's their enemy. Yeah. White dude. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but they had no reference of who, like his jokes or his manner, like anything he, about him? They might, they weren't like one over before he went on. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's such a crazy time to be able to be like, finally, I got a crowd who actively doesn't want to like me. Right. And this guy finally got a chance to serve people who are just hungry. Yeah, just people that wanted food. And I didn't like, know anything about Oh, him. I could just like, let me cook some food for these motherfuckers. Yeah. It was fucking, also, he did, he was almost waiting on bated breath to find out how impressed we were. And I was. You're out like, of my yeah, fucking good. mind impressed where he would explain to me that like the fats the fats in the meat they 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 in america they kind of they gristle you know how we have gristle and the fats in wagyu because it's so yeah it's not not it like butters into the meat wow it disappears it's it, it, like it's like almost magic he goes look at this raw he'll hand it to you raw i hold a piece of meat raw and he goes hold on goes to the kitchen salt does this thing comes back and it's cooked but it's not really cooked you i mean it looks Barely. raw still but it's just you're like, this is great. Do you have any uh, ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, can I get you anything else? I'm like, A1 would A1. <laughs> be the best right now. That was my. That was probably to me the most pinnacle meal where I walked away with a smile from ear to ear. And the topper. I think I told this fucking story on Fighter and the Kid. But, um, and fuck the those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys suck dick. They suck. Fuck them. They suck. Fuck Callan. Fuck Shab. Oh my God. Um, no, but you know what? But the, the best part of the night was we went into a park to look at cherry blossoms because it was cherry blossom season. In Japan. Yes, and this young dude, this young dude was um, drunk with his friends making fun of us. And I go, will you take a picture of us? And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom FaceTimes me. And he gets on the FaceTime with my mom. 
and he's like, "Hey, mom, this is mommy." You know, he's my, he's my, and he's laughing. <laughs> then I'm having a good laugh with this guy, and then the, the rest of the night, he's like, he's like, "You come with us. You come with us." So we went partying with this dude and his fucking friends out on the town, and we went where they they took us to the coolest fucking spots because it was like local spots. He just liked us because because I, I could take a joke. He was yeah. drunk with his friends and making fun of us, and instead of being like, "Oh, you know, that's really rude." I mean, it was just like. Fuck it, dude. We're in his space. Like, all right, it's fine. You yeah, can we'll take it. I'm not going to try to like fight you. Right. But isn't it amazing when you travel? Like, imagine if like some somebody else was coming here and was like, "Fuck it, a Chinese guy or Japanese, guy, you can hang with us." Right. And we took him to Fred 62s. Yeah, think about that. You know, and they're like, "Wow, real American experience." Like, oh, it's just some diner. It's, it's open late. It's just diner, not much yeah. late night in L.A. But <laughs> right. But in his mind, he's like, "This is great. This is like real American." And he's right. It's totally. a real. Yeah. For his experience, it's the best. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want. I'm like, I don't want you to tell me the tour spot. I want you to do what you guys normally right. do. And they'll go, yeah, but it's not that. And you're like, no, 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 that doesn't matter. I can always get the tour spots. That's in, the easiest Innsbruck, thing my friend world. Lisa took me to this place where it's like just a, a burrito place. Yeah. And it's definitely not as good Mexican as L.A. How could it be? But it's the burrito place where everybody hangs out in Innsbruck, Austria. Right. And you're like, cool. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I went to, uh, I, I went to fucking, this is going to be called The Travel Show with Ari and Santino. I went to... Um, I went to Iceland to go interview the mountain from the, the mountain from Game of Thrones. The I've been big, there a couple The strongest times. man in the world. Yeah. I go to his gym in a in, in Reykjavik in this place called um uh, uh, uh oh, fuck what is it called? Oh my god, it was such a hard yeah yeah. But the gym, but the but he had a big sign that says that had it said Arminyar Arminyar and a big cross through it. And then I was like, what does that mean? And and the, and they're all laughing. And he's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. And I was like, what is it? We just want to know. And they're all laughing. They're kind of being really coy about it it's like it's pussies puss no pussies in this like in this gym <laughs> but it in his so gym cool, yeah man. yeah 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 no arming yard i was like oh that's really but he took it was in the basement that his gym was in the basement of what is like a 7-eleven here convenience store kids are out front smoking cigarettes hanging out we get there i'm like where the fuck is this guy's gym and they're like oh it's in the back you have to we go to the back it's downstairs below the 7-eleven so cool. it was the coolest fucking thing i've so ever seen cool. i mean i was like i'm in a movie i'm in a fucking cool mob movie where like his muscle is downstairs and all the dudes that are that are with him yakabul yakabul training that's what's called yakabul and yakabul and all the dudes around in his group are all ex he employs ex-cons because you know they don't get an, they don't get a lot of shots so he's like i'm gonna give them a job oh, wow. and give them a shot to be training with me to get off of the streets and get their lives together and these motherfuckers you want to talk about like to scary looking, also tough. It's like not only are they frightening looking men, but they're also s s the strongest men in fucking Iceland. You're like, oh, you're weapons. You're just weapons in your basement. You have full man weapons walking around. It, that so was nice. Give me your meal. Give me the fucking the, the, one of those impressive meals. I will tell you in Iceland, just before I do that, uh, Ari Eljan, he's, he's pretty much started Icelandic comedy. Yes. Um, took me to the north. Of Iceland, just he was like, "I'll be your travel guy, man. Let's go around." Awesome, comic, cool guy. He, met him on that comedy festival in Denmark. Yeah, and um, we get on a plane to the north. Which to get my plane ticket, I get to the airport. I'm like, um, right, "Where do I get my tickets from?" They're like, "What's your name?" Like Ari, and he's like, "Oh yeah, here you go." No, no ID, no nothing. Like it's boards over there, and then you get on, and then they just they don't check your bags. They're just like. You have your ticket, right? I'm like, no one even checked my name. Like, why would you be here if you didn't have a ticket? Right. You know what I mean? Where you right. just show up hoping there's a ticket for name. Also, Ari? who's gonna fuck shit up in Iceland? What That's an insane thing. idea! He always says one terrorist attack away from changing everything, but no one cares to. How could they? Took me to the north. We went to this hidden hot spring, where he oh, was yeah. like, I gotta find it. I remember it being up. We had to go through a, a, a sheep pasture and then go over this fissure and walk. And he was like, I'm waiting to see some steam. Found the steam. Went down this rope. And then just hung out alone by ourselves for like an hour. Oh, it's awesome. 
in this in this hot tub. Was it cold I got outside? this fucking cut my hand, got this scar that I now have a story. From trying to get there, yeah, no, show that. In the rock. Yeah, that's it, incredible. It's there forever. So my meals, one in Myanmar where I remember like hiking in Mandalay, not hiking, getting off the off the bus, like a thirteen hour bus from Bagan. No, 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 from uh, Yangon, Rangoon. And then just like all the cab drivers like, right, right. I'm like, ah, no. So I just started walking, just seeing people and stopping by like a locals only, like regular place and trying to have to communicate, like, just give me what he's having or give yeah, me something good. That, but that's what I speak do. I just no point, English. Yeah. just point that, just that. Anything good? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite meal was in Vietnam, in Ho Chi Minh, where I got sick of white people, real sick of white people. Yeah, that's pretty typical. Yeah, it's like district one and it's like where they all are. And it's like pretty much TGI Fridays kind of things. And I was like, I'm just walking away. Heavy tourists over there. Like heavy, heavy, heavy. heavy. It's, 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 Everything's it's, in English. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Buddy, buddy, come, 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 yeah, come. Yeah. You been there? Yeah. My buddy, yeah. friend. Yeah. You're a friend. Yeah, friend. Can I give you a ride? You're like, yeah. I'm just going to the store. I'm opening the door to go into the store. Like, but I gave you a ride? I'm like, yeah. what ride? I'm going into a store. Right. And wandering to district three, four, five, six away. Now nobody's bothering me. By the way, I've never been there. I just said yes to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> And um, eventually coming down to these like hutongs, which are like these little, they have them in, in Beijing. Hutong? Beijing has mm. hutongs, which is these. these Windy these, alleys? Well, yeah, and it's just like yeah. houses are built up and made alleys. Japan has that. They don't go, you're like, oh, let me cut over, I'll go in. It's like you cut over and you're out another, it never meets back up. Right, right, right. So they have that in, in Ho Chi Minh, in district, I think like 11. And I'm just wandering and, and I can see the clouds forming and you can, you, can, you can smell rain coming. Right. And I'm like, I'm fucked. I gotta find a place. These are homes. Right, These aren't right. like businesses. Oh like yeah, yeah. Into. I can't just like hang out in someone's house. Yeah. So I start walking faster and faster. I'm like, I gotta get out of here, and I don't know how to get out of there. And I pass this family, and they're all in this like open shop window, and they do this thing where instead of saying "come here" like this, they go like this. It's down, so it looks like they're saying "get away." Oh, this it's, this it's means this come, part. This means come. Yeah, here. it's this yeah. part, but not yeah. that part. <laughs> but it looks like this, and I'm like, I go, and they're like, come, and I'm like. But they don't speak English. They're like, get over here. Yeah. Get over here. <laughs> and um, they just see a white dude. And it's like, what the fuck's a white dude doing here? Right. You know? And they all have these little mini. So there's this meal in Cambodia and Vietnam. It's type of eating. I don't know what it's called. Where it's like tiny little pieces. And everyone's sort of like a king. So I'll put like six pieces of chicken on this little like bucket that has coals in it. And then everyone has beers. But I don't serve myself beer. I serve you beer over uh-huh. ice. Because you're a king. Oh, and then you serve me beer, and that guy serves me beer. Oh, that's and I said, so that's, cool. "Oh, you got a beer? Here, let me serve." So I, I never serve myself. That's like that. That's tradi- It's tra- just tradition. It's this type of eating, and and the food. And I did it once in 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 Ho Chi Minh, like center, and then I did I did it way outside, and I did it saw in Cambodia too, where it's like they last the meals last for two or three hours, and it's three just finger food. Oh, because yeah. everything's really tiny. Yeah, so you go from starving to less starving to okay, I'm okay to keep eating. Like now I'm getting full. Now I'm full. And now I'm keep eating. Yeah. And they're like, uh, but it's like seven pieces of frog legs or seven, a couple pieces of beef. And these people got me there. They, they hooked up a, a karaoke machine and they were singing like, do you know English songs? One guy spoke like broken English. And I'm eating with these people. I'm like, can I contribute? Like, no, no, no. Eventually they ran out of beer. And I'm like, can I go and buy beer for you? Like, yes, you can. Yeah. And I bought two six packs. And they have it over big cubes of ice. Just these little Because there's no refrigeration, huh? Foods. No, 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 nothing's right, right, cold right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And I just sat with them for like, Three hours trying to sing some American songs. What was the most popular American song? I sang some Beach Boys, which is what I can remember. Right, but what did they, but did they recognize a lot of them? Did they know yeah, everything? They yeah. knew everything. They knew everything. Right, right. 
But they just wanted you to lead along it. To, yeah, because it's like, whoa, an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sat there with them for hours. I just talked. They showed me pictures of their family and their kids. It was the bonding moment that you that the, about the meal that mattered so much. Yeah, and I felt like I was invited to this thing that like I wasn't supposed to be privy to. Right. Yeah. The food was it was fun. Some of it was like jerky and stuff. But and the, like, the, it's, it's a, the experience is worth way I'm more. That's it. And then it started pouring rain. We all kind of moved it inside for like an hour. The rain stopped. We like pulled up our chairs that were like that big, and we moved them back outside. That's oh, incredible. Yeah, and it's just like. And they would they would have said it was like Fred sixty two. It's like no, we're just it's a Sunday. We're just right. talking. But That's like, normal to them. It was so like specific and unique that it's just like you can't find you can't go on the web and find that. Yeah, there 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 was a place kind of like that. Uh, well, it kind of got a, a Bourdain went one time. It got a little exploited, but. There's a place um, in, in Tokyo that's called Piss Alley. It's kind of a little bit famous, but it is people's homes. But they're also bars. You go oh. into people's homes that are bars. Uh, and we ended up in some guy's fucking attic and just hanging out, hanging the fuck out. And this young couple, this was so funny. It was like this cute young couple. He was, he was, she was Nordic of some kind. And then he was from in, 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 Japan. in Japan. Yeah, they, they were tourists and they had they had run into each other at a hostel and they were wandering around and they went into this place and we see this young, sexy couple. They're both good looking and young. You could tell they want to fuck so bad. Do you know what I mean? They're like having a night out and like we can't wait to go back to the hostel and fuck this thing out. So we loved it. So I got so into these this couple that I was like, they were poor as shit. You know, they could barely afford the bill there. So I paid for the bill. I, I, yeah, I paid for the bill. Seven dollars. Like, what? What? You changed my life. <laughs> yeah. That's three days of food. I paid for the drinks and I was like, let's go. And we took them out partying and I paid for like everything for the rest of the night because I was like this is going to be a fun night for us and experience. them and we went up we went we ended up at this place called mother if you're ever in Tokyo go to mother m-o-t-h-e-r just like the word mother it is a fucking underground um uh, uh heavy metal bar and it's fucking there's one girl there it's tiny she and she's got a mask on she's got one of those surgical masks on because heavy metal because yeah. everybody smokes inside and she, everyone is smoking everyone's yeah. smoking even I was smoking. I don't even fucking smoke anymore. And the Isn't walls. It crazy where you're like, like I'm going to smoke again. Yeah, I I'm smoke gonna, now. I'm risk I smoke right now. Yeah. Where do I smoke? I smoke now. Uh, the walls are lined with CDs, all CDs. And you tell her, this woman behind the bar, what it was, dude, name a fucking band. Name the most eclectically off weird heavy metal band you could ever think of. She, You would you would name it and she would go, mm, okay. And she'd walk back somewhere. Betty Blowtorch. And come back. And she's like, gotcha. And she would have all six of the things they've ever made, including whatever Jap Japanese recording, you know. Oh, yeah, Japanese imports. Yeah, because so like, they're huge on it. She would give them all to you, and you would pick which songs you want. CDs. It was all she CDs. Put it, and she put it on. Yep, put them on. And it was so fucking loud, the walls shook, and the CDs would move. The cases would move. It was the coolest fucking bar I've ever had in my life. Shots. They love doing shots. They love giving you shots. J Japanese nightlife CD culture is so fucking fun. It's so fucking fun because there's no rules. There's no time and space. Everyone parties as hard as you could possibly ever imagine. And all they want is for you to have fun. It was like, she didn't care. Dude, she wasn't even into the music. She's sitting there just like hanging out, waiting. I mean, it's so annoyingly loud. And I loved it. And, th and this young couple was basically fucking in the basement of this thing. But... It was one of those moments where I'm had like, this experience together now where it's like, oh, that was great. That's yeah, because they're gonna go back and go, dude, that that couple backpackers too. They're on such a short schedule because like I'm going that way on Tuesday and you're going that way on Thursday. So yep. we got three days. There's to, no time. To like, we'll just figure it out. Number, let me whatever. It's like if we want to do this, we're gonna do it. Yeah, it, the, the the tension was so palpable. It was sexy. It was sexy to watch. You know how like you got off on someone's all like I knew they were gonna have such good sex that I was like I can't wait for these guys to fuck. I can't wait for you guys to fuck. <laughs> I was so interested in their. That's why I wanted to take them with us because I was like fuck this. They're going to be nothing but, you know what they're going to say to everything? Yes. 
They were in such a fucking happy train of life that if I said, hey, we have to go do this thing and I'm going to pay for it, they'd go, fuck it, let's go. Let's fucking go. That's what Rolf Potts says. He's huh. a writer, a travel writer. He was like, just say yes to stuff, man. Don't, not like in a hippy-dippy way, but like if someone invites you to something, take them at their word that they want you to come. Yeah. And just say yes. And, and what do would the be thing. the worth in saying no? I, I, like, I guess. To not impose? Fuck that. They're inviting you. Yes, that's the reason. Somebody holds the door open for you. You don't go, I can do it. Like, I know you can do it. I'm saying here. <laughs> By the way, if if you do say no, every time I've ever skipped out on something, Regret it. I've been so bummed. I've right. been so fucking bummed. Even if it was, even if I didn't enjoy the thing that I did, I was like, oh, I still got something else out of it. Me and you know? Pete C were in Thailand. Yeah, my second foreign trip. Love Pete C. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I'm going to Thailand. It goes full moon. Like, can I come? I, was like, I mean, I'm going. You can come for sure. The so full we, moon party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we made a whole thing of it. We were in Phuket or I think it's Phuket because I've had a bunch of friends that have gone. Yeah, well, that's Koh Samui and Koh Phangan, but like we started, I forget where it was that we started, but anyway, we're looking at this alley and like something down there, we're like kind of looking at it, like should we go? I don't know, and some dude, I think he's Israeli, could have been Argentinian, I got it mixed up. He same goes, thing, same thing. Yeah, he goes, you'll regret what you don't do. And we're like, what the fuck, who the fuck are you? We're like, <laughs> yeah, you know what, you're right. And we went down there and there was nothing there. No. But we would have regretted it forever. Sure. sure. What would have been down there? Doesn't now we matter. know, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Well, that, I, like, do it, always just do it. I kind of regretted going to the catacombs. Kind of, because it's weird to see fucking like caves of skulls. But it was cool. What's it was, catacombs? Well, I mean, they're all, I mean they're all over. Uh, but in Italy, the catacombs are above above ground, underground. T- um, oh yeah, they have an underground. They're like uh, above ground, underground uh, uh, tunnels of of bones. It's bones, wow. usually from plagues. You know. Yeah. So it's fucking. It was just. It was literally hundreds of thousands of dead bodies, and you just you're seeing skulls, and you're kind of like. It's a little bit of a mind fuck because you're like, wow, that was a human at one point. And then you sit there for another minute and go, oh, God, that was a human. This is so fucking weird. You're better off having seen it, though. Yeah, no, it was incredible. And have the thoughts not going through your head. No, it was incredible. What happens to people? To feel was overwhelming. It was a little weird. It was like, I don't And the funniest part was the guy guy that ran it was like, well, because this was off the beat. I don't know how we fucking found it. And he was like, because there was nobody else there. And he was like, how did you find? And I was like, um... Actually, someone who we met out the other night before had said, you know where you got to go? It was a, an Italian. And I told him and he said, mm, where did you come from? And I was like, uh, California. He's like, wow, long plane? Like, yeah, very, 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 very long, yeah. very long plane. He goes, how much? And I was like, how much was Do the you mean flight? how much hours or how much? Yeah. And then, so that's my thought. I go, uh, I go, well, I think, I think, you know, 14 hours. And he goes, no, 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 money, money. And then I'm thinking, why is he so interested in the fucking money? And then I'm like, oh, does this guy want to know if we have money? Because we were in kind of a seedy area. So I go, oh, it was a gift. It was a gift. He goes, oh, gift, oh, gift, gift, gift. You no, didn't no pay? And I was like, no, no, no. And he goes, oh, oh. Because I was checking myself. I was like, he was a little sketch. It was a little weird. And he was kind of- be a little careful. Because I, you know, yeah, as an American, you're like- the Where are you t- staying? Like, yeah. I don't know. What the fuck are you yeah, care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm staying around. Yeah, because I didn't want to be like, the, 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 how much is the flight? You're like, it's a couple thousand dollars. And he's like, uh, how much are those pants? Like, what? How much? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. starting to get a, you know, he calls a buddy. He's like, hey, rob these motherfuckers. Yeah. They obviously have, that is the thing you think about as a tourist all the time is when you're walking around somewhere. Oh, they know you got money. How did you get there? Money. A lot of people, those people can't leave that. T- that guy couldn't leave that town. Where did he go? There. Never left. I asked him too. I was like, do you go, Amer- have you ever gone to America? He's like, mm mm-hmm. Don't leave. I don't leave here. Don't leave here. I was like, oh, right. So we're like, we're like royalty to him. You know what I mean? In the sense it's like you can afford to fucking right, get right, on a plane right. and travel the world. And get out. Yeah, that's insane. Most people just have to stay where they are. 
We had this has been like an hour of travel, by the way. This is this will be the, the the travel show. Dude, that there's I no way to capture this feeling that I have right now. It's like a, listening to these stories. It's, I don't know how you would capture. I think the only way to capture it, honestly, because when you when you go, they're like do a travel thing where you take a camera. I'm like, if I'm on, with a camera, uh, but those two fucking post college kids, you're ruining it with ruining, the camera. Ruining, they're they're ruining. asking for the camera. Yep. The only way to do it is later recount it in audio. That's the closest you can get is like like this. This, this is the closest. Because even if you were recording even if you're recording the audio of the night, no. No, it becomes a conscious thing. Later talk about it or write about it. Like right. that's the only way you gotta this and even is, then you don't you don't replicate it completely. No, it's too hard. Because you can't really, there's no way to tell that feeling. I was, even something so local, I was in Seattle with a buddy of mine with Brandon and uh, my buddy Brandon. And I had gone shopping that morning to meet up with him and his girlfriend. I had no plans that day. I walked like 15 miles in uh, Queen Anne um, in Seattle. I was walking around. I got a joint. I smoked it by myself. And then they were like, come meet us and get good seafood. And I was like, what a day. I'm high as fuck. I go down, I get good seafood. And then they're like, we have this cool beach that we want to take you to where you could go out on these paddle boards and just chill. And we can bring beer out there. Like, so yes. we go out on these huge, huge, um, long paddle board surfboards. And I'm laying down, drinking a beer. And I'm sitting down in the, laying down in the sun on the board. And it's, you know, there's calm water. And I said out loud, this is one of the greatest days of my life. And it was. Yeah. Like, I can't explain that. I couldn't, I was trying to explain that feeling. But I was like, this feels like the greatest day of my life. And it if, really was though. Yeah, and if you had to choose a vacation, it wouldn't be that. No, it wouldn't. It'd it would, be like, let me get the, all this done and, and get this all ready, but like it wouldn't be that. No, you blowing up? No, it's okay. It's Diaz. Um, because uh, the the reason is like because the same thing happened to me that day. I went to a brewery by myself. They were busy, him and his girlfriend. So I was like, I don't want to bother you guys. The whole day, dude. So I just went to a thing by myself. These strangers were sitting at a table, and I said, "There's no Yelp reviews for that. There's no like what doesn't what's exist to do in Seattle. It was that's not on the not list. on the list." I said to these people, I go, um, do you mind if I sit at the table? And the one guy jokes, well, you got to buy me a beer. And I said, uh, I said, I'll buy you all you guys a beer because I'm imposing on your space. And they're like, he's kidding. He's joking around. So what did I do? I go get everybody beers. Well, they're like, well, this guy's not bad. This guy's fucking what a nice guy. So we just kept talking the rest of the day. They invited me to this barbecue. It was just like when you start to fall into stuff, it's the it's it, there's no it's way ending. to there's no way to make that happen on on a camera. There's no way. There's no way. I met a guy on the bus from Mandalay to Bagan in, in, in Burma, in, uh, in Myanmar. Yeah. And he was like, I stay at people's homes. And I was like, how do you stay at people's homes? What do you mean? It's like, I think a British guy. Could have been Australian, I forget now. Same thing. Yeah. And he goes, um, you just meet them and you they invite you. I'm like, how? He goes, do you smoke cigarettes? I'm like, no. He goes, start smoking cigarettes. <laughs> he goes, you just go outside, you smoke, you ask somebody for a lighter. Or a cigarette. Right. And then you start talking and you say how it's like you're poor, you know, you're backpacking, you don't have money. And then they just offer. I'll just invite you in. You, you might be like, oh, I can give you a few bucks instead of like, sure, you know, they'll take that. They need a few bucks. They got a couch. And then they show you the local area and like. Wow. And he did this all the time. He said he just got by that way. I couldn't imagine it. But I mean, he's got the he's got the attitude. He was in the to groove match, of it, right? Though. Yes, he's yes. Got, I was gonna he's say in the he's got the confidence and the attitude to match that. That it's like this is what I do. Yeah. When somebody tells you, when when you can feel that someone does that thing, it's almost like, of course, why they wouldn't do anything else? It almost makes. makes I've sense. had friends like that. That's like, yeah, that's how they've lived. What would stop them? It's like saying, Ari, what if next week you're not funny? And you're like, well, that's never gonna happen. Um, yeah. That's the same. So that's the same mentality that he has. Is like, what if it doesn't work out one night? You're like. It won't. That's yeah. But it, it literally won't. It can't. It won't. It, Jeff Dye said he spent a month in Seattle. Yeah. With no home. He's from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "How'd you? Where'd you go?" He goes, "I found chicks." 
And they invited the me back. Chicks. I'm like, what, with no home? Because yeah, I mean, I would tell them I got no place to stay, so we got to your place. I'm like, but you were sure you'd get a hookup? <laughs> yeah. Forget about which one to go. Even if I got a hookup, if I was like, I have no place, I'm like, oh, that's not going to happen. That yeah. could happen. Like, it was for sure going to happen and for sure going to happen at their place. Yeah, but context matters. He's a good looking dude. So good looking. So if he was an ugly dude, it'd be more of a great Good looking, charismatic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. some fucking pig was like, yeah, just fucking chicks, man. Just met up and hooked up and hung out. Yeah. Um, you're, you're traveling right now, right? Because I want to fucking get you out of here soon. I know you got to go. You're yeah, doing, you're doing San Diego. Right? Yeah, that'll be done. That's already like sold out. Okay, that's gone. Where, got, where, are, you, got, where are you at I to next? I got West Palm. and In March, I got West Palm and Miami. Yeah. And I got Tempe and Phoenix. Dope. Go to go to AriTheGreat.com. Yeah. AriTheGreat.com. Yeah, I love that. Good. Don't ever change that. Don't <laughs> ever change college, that. Um, next week, I'm in Boise. Come on out to Boise. Is there anybody in Idaho? If there's not, Dude, fucking we'll find out. Boise is cool. Yeah, I've never it's been. an outsider town. I've heard it's awesome. I they, heard it's fucking awesome. I don't know if they got a complex on, but they're cool. It'll get discovered later. Boise is cool. Well, I'm gonna go fucking check it out. Go to andrewsantina.com. Where are you Thank gonna you. be, Boise? Uh, at the um, uh, uh, knitting factory. It, no, what is it called? No, it's not the knitting factory. I'm going Another to uh, what is in Boise? What's it called? There's a few places. Uh, the club. Yeah, liquid laughs. Liquid laughs. That's what it's called. It's right across <laughs> from the knitting factory. Okay, cool. I'm doing that. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so come out, come out and see that shit. Thank you for coming, dude. I love you. Just real quick. Yeah. There was a guy in Boise. Me and O'Neill were there. We were like doing ski and going. Yeah. And oh, I'm gonna ski. By the way, I want to talk to you about that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I should have my Epic Passport. Is it called Bogus something? Maybe there. I don't there's, know. There's, there's, a, there's a place called Bogus Bowl. I think I want to go to. This dude was. I gotta stand up for it. Yeah. Just talking. He was drunk. He's like, Oh, I just want to tell you I like it. And then he went like this, and they started like going like this, and then just <laughs> fell. His foot was this way instead of that way. <laughs> he snapped his foot. Oh fuck. And then he couldn't feel it because the drunk. And it was just like out. It was like that. It was like, like that and straight. And it was like, like what's wrong with your foot? And that's fair. And it's like, how many beers have you had? He goes, just like three or four. And it was like, ask how many drinks he's had. And like, how many drinks you had? Like, oh, like fifteen. But only <laughs> yeah, three were three four be- were beers. Yeah, three <laughs> beers. So that's not where like hundred fucking. They drink. were laughing so hard, and he kept going like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, don't apologize to me. You got the moment now. Bro. You have to go to the hospital, <laughs> yeah. not fucking me. Oh, he made me call his boss and tell him why he wasn't going to be there the next day. So whoever this dude is, come out to the show in Boise. Oh, please yeah. come see oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> please come see me, broken, broken foot guy. Yeah. What if it, what if he broke his broke another limb? He comes to the show. He's like, dude, my arm this time, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I hope I hope uh, I hope everyone comes out. Thank you, dude. It was I love a fun you. Talk, man. Love you. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like that. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.